Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Millennial Mindset. Today, I am joined by my co-host, Rigo. What's up, bro? Yo, Rico, what's up, bro? So we are back at the office again, just like we were last episode. But this time, it's a little bit extra special because we got a barista, bro. We do. We have a barista, and she made us a French press. Uh, and you know what? This coffee is really good. It's going to get me going and get us talking about this topic, which I actually I find interesting. Mm-hmm. We're drinking coffee because I actually feel as if uh, I have like this addiction to coffee. And it's funny because it goes along with what we're talking about today. Exactly. So uh, I just want to give a shout out to Brissette, our um, our Brissette. Our... Shout out to you. You go, girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For, for bringing this French press in this uh, coffee blend right here, Rico. Cheers. Cheers to you, brother. So, like you said, man, coffee is pretty addictive sometimes, right? Coffee is definitely a little bit on the addictive side, and it's it, like you said, it's gonna talk. It it goes in line with the concept that we have going on today, right? Right. So, what are we talking about, Rico? So today we're talking about addiction versus habit, what the differences are and how it is that I feel like we, we, we don't necessarily know the difference or we don't know how to differentiate one from the other because they're so similar and there's just like this silver lining on top. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a very, very fine line that is crossed from habit to addiction. So I think that uh, this is going to be a, a really good one. It's going to be short, but we're going to get straight to the point. Uh, with that being said, what is a habit, Rigo? So a habit is something that you develop over a period of time, right? Something that you do constantly over and over a period of time, and it becomes part of your daily routine. So the school of thought is, is that if you want to create a habit, you're going to take about 21 days to create that habit. If you want to break right. a habit, it takes about 21 days. Mm-hmm. And that's what a habit is. But what is an addiction? An addiction is a lot like a habit, but it's a very negative thing. It's not something that you necessarily want to have because it's not a, it's it's not it's not something that necessarily helps you, right? For right. example, you said coffee is an addiction. Correct. It's it could be pursued as a it could be seen as a good thing because coffee's tasty. Coffee actually has benefits to your health, right? Unless it's overly consumed. Correct. But an addiction when done repeatedly over a period of time with something like let's say social media which is something that's commonly handled right now, right. is an addiction that can actually affect you. So, well, let me, let, me, okay. let me go here. Let me jump on this because what you're saying here is, what I'm understanding is that coffee is a good thing. However, it can also be a negative thing. And also, I've had negative experiences with coffee myself. Have you, ever, have you ever been like caffeinated to the top? Like, have you, ever, have you ever had a situation where you, not necessarily that you have like an anxiety attack, but you have like a, a nervous kind of like ah you're shaky and jittery that usually means that you've had way too much coffee and one thing one thing that i'll say or not coffee but caffeine one thing that i'll say is being a coffee drinker and drinking great coffee because i don't like i'm not i'm not the type to like what we like to call in my house uh agua de calzon i don't mm-hmm. i don't like to drink that i like to drink my I, I like my coffee strong um i drink it with milk but i like i like good coffee so one thing that's come that happens a lot for us coffee drinkers is that we are over caffeinated mm-hmm. which causes jitters which causes that that kind of uh causes headaches and it causes migraines and it causes all these other things and it causes restlessness man mm-hmm. um and i've noticed that a lot in like a lot of coffee drinkers people that are fanatics to this you know this this coffee thing because of that so how do you differentiate habit of drinking coffee versus an addiction to coffee 
I think I can openly say that I do have an addiction to coffee because I need it. I like it. And I think it's more now the taste because it doesn't always wake me up and get me all, you know, get me going. I think that it's, I've become so used to it that I want to because I like the taste. Um, I like good coffee, so I like the taste. Um, for example, one of my favorite coffee shops here in Ventura is Beacon, right? Okay. Beacon Coffee. They're, they're uh, flat white, extremely amazing, which shout out to John because John's the first person that ever took me to Beacon Coffee. Okay. And uh, he introduced me to their flat white, which was by far the best flat white I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it turns more into uh, that addiction turns more into that. Like I'm looking for that taste rather than so a fascination in a way i'm sorry a fascination i think so i think that's what it is now there's this website that i was checking out it's called journey pure river um journeypureriver.com states that the difference between a habit versus addiction there's this checklist that you can go by right and this is how i've been able to kind of differentiate an addiction versus a habit consider these questions regarding your drug or alcohol use which habit or addiction um is your behavior having a negative impact directly or indirectly on your life do you repeatedly put yourself in risky situations when you stop drinking or using for any length of time do you experience withdrawal symptoms like anxiety or stress have you taken steps to hide your behavior or have repeatedly but unsuccessfully tried to stop drinking or using on your own And then it says, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you likely suffer from an addiction. Now, I understand that this website refers to it as drug or alcohol use. Mm -hmm. But if we're changing that drinking or using or or, or taking pills or whatever it is that, you know, that the people are doing, we change that and move it into something more common like social media. Can we apply that to these questions, ask these questions and get answers for it? I remember in... I think it was in 2018, bro. I took um I took a week uh, a month off of social media. I don't know if you remember that I did that. Mm-hmm. Um I took a month off of social media and I realized that social media had become to me much more than just a place where I can create content, a place where I can connect with friends. It became more of a more of an addiction, man, more mm-hmm. of a thing that like, oh, we all have to be on our phones. Um why do I say that is because I felt like I didn't know what was going on. I almost felt like lost mm-hmm. in a way and i but i would get like that i don't know if you ever get that feeling like fuck i gotta check my phone that kind of thing and every day I, I, I would check my phone and i didn't have any social media on there so what does that say like was it an addiction that i had is it an addiction that i have or what exactly is it so i think these are things that we have to take into consideration when trying to figure out is it a habit or is it an addiction is it good or is it bad Exactly, man. And the reason this is important is because we have a following of high performers, right? Right. And high performers are very, 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 very heavy users of what? Coffee. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. very heavy users of coffee, right? And we also like to stay on top of everything, which means we like to develop habits on a regular basis. We're always setting goals for ourselves. We're always going above and beyond in order to make sure that we maintain a certain kind of schedule or even lifestyle that we want to have right in our heads. Right. So, like you said, you went through this when you were when you took your first detox, social media detox whether it was a habit or whether it was an addiction back in 2018, right? right. But the thing is, I, I see a really big problem here. And the reason I'm saying this is because I was looking at, I was looking at the stories, right? Of course, I was going through social media. I was browsing and I was looking at some of the people that follow us on Millennial Mindset and on my own personal page, right? And I've right. noticed that there's a common trend with high performers. 
And that trend is we're all trying to set goals. We're all trying to, and not, not only are we trying to set goals, we set very ambitious goals for ourselves. Right. Some, some of them are very overly ambitious and that's completely okay, right? Mm-hmm. But whenever we don't achieve these goals, whenever we, we fall out of routine right. or fall out of habit, we feel this imposter syndrome. Are you familiar with imposter syndrome? No. So imposter syndrome is when you feel that you're not worthy of the current status that you have or the current status that you're that you're following. And it's a very common thing that happens with not just high performers, with, but with a lot of different people, right? Yeah. And I started thinking about this person that I saw on social media that said that same thing, that said, I've been setting goals for myself for the last couple of years. And every time I set those goals, I tend to fall very short because I don't necessarily set habits for myself. Right. I don't try to, excuse me, I don't try to create a habit out of these goals that I'm trying to create. I just set them. And there are things that I don't necessarily already do, but things that I, that I never do that I'm trying to do. Right. So there's no habit. And then I started thinking, what if it's not the fact that, the, the fact that we're not achieving these things, what if it's not because we're not necessarily creating a certain habit or trying to create a habit out of it or even attaining the habit, uh-huh. but because what we're trying to achieve or the things we're trying to do are more so in addiction. Let, let me explain what I'm trying to say right now, right? So let's say you're trying to build a habit, right? right? Uh, school of thought, 21 days, right? You, everybody's heard it. You've heard it. It's in several books. It's a very common thing that everybody understands. Right. However, uh, um, not a habit. In addiction, in addiction, you cannot break it in 21 days. Right. You cannot even break it in a year. Sometimes an addiction takes months to several years to break or create. Mm-hmm. Right. So the thing, the reason this is a problem is because you said it in the beginning, and I just want to kind of reiterate it right now. How do we distinguish a habit from, because um, they're very different. How do we distinguish a habit from an addiction? Right. That's a very important thing because if we're trying to break an addiction, I mean, if we're trying to break a habit or create a habit, mm-hmm. but it's actually an addiction and we fail at it, it causes imposter syndrome. And I see it happening very, very often. It's happened to me. I've actually seen it happen to you in the past. Right. And I've seen it to happen almost everybody that surrounds us, which is why I wanted to talk about it. Are you, are you, are you following me? Yeah. So I guess my, my, my biggest question at this point would be, when do we know that it's an addiction? Like, because I, I, to me, reading the, um, once I've read already, you know, the, the, uh, what are the, what, the dictionary definition mm-hmm. to habit and the dictionary definition to addiction, I really come down with my own perspective, my own really view of what they both mean. And I really see that the only difference is that an addiction is something that has a negative outcome versus a uh, habit is something that we create mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily have to have a negative outcome, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it could potentially be something that's maybe not the best decision in the world, but it doesn't mean that it's having a negative outcome on you on, as a person or anybody around you. I think it's just like, for example, I have a habit of going to the restroom right before I go to sleep, peeing right before I go to sleep. I don't know. It's just a thing I, but because I don't want to get up out of bed. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get out of my warm bed and it's not, it has nothing negative. So that is something I would consider a habit. Mm-hmm. Now, an addiction would be, honestly, coffee. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think coffee is an addiction, right? But I've been able to, like, this is my second cup of the day. In the morning, I had iced coffee. 
this was like at 7 a.m. And okay. what time is it now? It's about to be, it's 5.30 and I'm having my second cup. So okay. I think I've been able to manage it to where it's not something that I'm dependent on, but I like, okay. right? I don't think I need it every day, but I like it every day. Um, so I think that being able to differentiate that positive or that negative uh, outcome to something is where we're really going to be able to find out, okay, is it an addiction or is it, an, is it a habit? Okay. I think I think habits are, for the most part, good things, right? Because mm-hmm. they're they're things that we learn to do. I think we're hab- habitual. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. So, you guys listening, don't chop me up. Um, habitual creatures. We're habitual cre- habitual creatures. Mm-hmm. However the fuck you creatures say. of habit. Yeah, what well, you said. Anyway, um, we like habit. We like we like things a certain way. Like we like mm-hmm. showing up to our house and parents' home. We like to we like to get a specific response for. For when we show love, we want to get love back. Like mm-hmm. we, we, I think these are habits that we, we are used to. And I think it's just because we're, that's the type of creatures that we are. Okay. That's the type of beings that we are. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm digressing here. But I guess what I'm trying to say is that a habit to me is something that could be positive. And an addiction is something that has to have a negative outcome. All right, but now let's check this out. What about something that happens a lot in our community, right? It right. A, our community like of high achievers. It happens a lot, and it can, it's a good thing, but it can also be construed as a negative thing, right? Yeah. Information overload, inf- information overload knowledge on ice versus knowledge on fire, right? For example, Ooh. reading, right? Mm-hmm. In our community, oh, I got to read more books. I got to read more books. It's not necessarily something that you do often. Most people don't actually read, but... There's a school of thought. You got to read if you want to be successful. You got to read if you want to be this. You got to read if you're going to do that, right? However, people make such a habit. They try to make a habit out of reading out of reading that it becomes an addiction for a lot of people where all they do is read, read, read without ever implementing it. And at one point, they implement, they, they read so much and they try to make out a habit so much and they have enablers. Make it an addiction, need an enabler. And their friends, yeah, bro, you're reading. They post a story of, their, of, of themselves reading and everybody... Fire emoji, clap emoji, thumbs up emoji, 100, dash, dash emoji. That's enabling a habit, or it could even be enabling your addiction because they start reading so much, reading so much, taking in so much information that they never implement. Which do you think mean. it's, do you think it gets to a point, and sorry to interrupt you, but before I forget, do you think it gets to a point where people are now doing it just for the praise? Exactly. So at that okay. point, what, what does it become? It becomes an 100% addiction, addiction because right. how, how do you break it? So and then I, you're not necessarily addicted to reading. What ex- there is is they're addicted to the praise they receive from other people thinking they're doing something of value. But it came doing from something a good place. Correct. It, it's coming from mm-hmm. a good place, but is, that, is, is there really a, a, is there like a divine purpose? Is there like a, a, a real reason behind me reading a book? I'll tell you this, man. I've read, I, the books that, I, that I've read, I can count on my hands. Two hands. The books that I've actually sat down and read. Mm-hmm. Half of the time I listen to audiobooks because I just don't have the time and I, mm-hmm. I just don't want to fucking read it. You know, um, and the reason why is because I'm not really a fan of, of being overprepared mm-hmm. and, and not taking action. I'm mm-hmm. more of a, you know what, I'm going to jump off of the fucking plane and I'm going to build my parachute on the way down. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm like that is because I don't think there's any better way of learning how to do something and understanding how to do something than just going for it, right? Through applied practice. You know, I, ha- I used to have a conversation with my father a lot back when he lived here in Oxnard. Um, and one thing that we would talk about is this. My father was an artist. Why do I say my father was an artist? Because 
my father did collision repair and he did a lot of restoration cars, right? Mm -hmm. He worked on a lot of old school cars and he fixed them and he did all these things, but he never went to school for it. He went to school to learn how to mix colors and learn the chemistry behind the business, but he didn't go to school to learn how to do body work. He didn't go to school to learn how to fix cars. It was just applied practice. Um, He'd been doing it since he was young. He'd been doing it in Mexico City and and he continued doing it here, built a business and he was actually known to be one of the best in Ventura County at mm-hmm. what he did. He was just, he loved what he did and he didn't really believe in, I need a, a, an education or I need a certificate or I need to read 30 books that, that are going to teach me how to do it. No, the way that I'm going to learn how to do it is by practicing, by fucking up enough times to learn how to do it the right way. Now, mm-hmm. I think that this to me is more productive than somebody that's overprepared, that continues to read and knows a lot. Believe me, I know guys that have read tons of books but they're the shyest of shy for example in business we need to understand that being shy isn't necessarily favorable mm-hmm. right you have to get out there you have to express what you know you show your business and it's especially in sales right you have to go out there and show your business so if i'm not applying what i'm learning then am i doing it for the praise bring it back to where we started here am i doing it for the praise or am i really doing it because i'm going to apply it to my industry Exactly. So it goes back to being able to identify what it is because at the end of the day, high performers are plagued by analysis paralysis. And it's the thing that happens to everybody. Did you just say Regal Flores? Close enough, man. Analysis paralysis. Analysis paralysis. Fuck. So, like, yeah. So like you said, your father wasn't plagued by it. A lot of people that we know are not plagued by it. But it's because they were able to identify what exactly it is that they're trying to do. But right. just to tie it all up and kind of to wrap up this conversation on, uh, on understanding your addiction versus your actual habit is... Bring back the example of reading, right? You really have to know why it is that you're reading that book. You have to int- have an intention why you're reading that book because if you're just reading it in order to build a habit, right. that habit can easily, easily become an addiction with the right, with the right enabling. And even right. though it's coming out from great intentions, it can become an addiction. And then in order to break that addiction, which is what I saw my friend post on his story and what I've seen other people post on the stories when they say they can't meet their goals. They're no longer just breaking a habit that they built, which takes 21 days. Now they're building an addiction. And just there's four stages to this. And I'm just going to talk about stage one. Stage one can take, like I mentioned in the beginning, anywhere from a few months to a couple years to break. Yeah. But you're never going to break it if you can ever distinguish the fact that it's an addiction and not necessarily a habit. And that's something that us high performers are very plagued with. And I'm glad we had this conversation on this topic because it's something that has been in my head for a while. And me, myself, I started analyzing when I started. When I, met, when I met, reached out to you and mentioned this topic, I started analyzing my own right. habits, what I thought were my habits and what I thought were my, my addictions, right? Social media, for me, I always tell myself, I'm going to build a habit of posting day after day. I'm a social media manager, right? So right. posting day after day after day after day, it's, it's something that I wanted to build a habit of, but I did it so often. And I got good at it, and I got some praise from it, like you said. So it became yeah. an enabling addiction. Now I catch myself being, uh, sitting down, whether it's eating with my girlfriend, not with my friends, or with my family. Guess what? It's no longer a habit. It's an addiction for me. And I try to break mm. it. I failed. I try to break it again in 2018. I failed. I try to break it now in 2020, and I might succeed because now I'm aware that it's actually a habit over. I mean, excuse me, an addiction over a habit. Right. So that's why I wanted to talk about it because I am not the only one. I know that we all have. No, of course, bro. But of course, I think in this, um, you know, with our generation, we're so. I think a lot of it comes with that instant gratification mm-hmm. feeling. Um, one thing that social media has done, and I think that this is the most relatable 
thing that we can talk about when it comes to addiction because all of us really i don't know too many people that don't have social media now so i think that it's probably the most relatable topic we can talk about i know that there's a lot more things that we can share uh like like you said you know i'm glad that you brought up the reading thing because it's right now i think it's a trend reading is it's a trend Absolutely. that's going on right now and, and i'm glad you brought that up because i wouldn't have thought of it but great um great from your end bro um I think that social media is one thing that's so common to us and it's just kind of part of our life now. And it's become even more now in quarantine. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm, fuck, dude. I don't know how many fucking lives are going on now that it's like insane. I jump on my like Instagram. It's almost turning me off. It's almost turning me off that's because it's like, it's like it's hard to find quality content now. There's just so much and all these meme pages that I follow and, and, and all these pages, everyone that I follow is now posting a bunch of shit mm -hmm. like some of it is good and it's mm -hmm. funny but it's like where's the quality content i miss the quality that people used to like like for example me i would take sometimes three four hours to make a 30 second to a minute video I like i was putting time and effort into it but then again that's not working anymore because it's just there's so much content. there's so much content out it gets kind of bogged down but anyway where i was going with this is that we're so used to that instant gratification. We're so used to the instant like, the instant comment, the instant share that you're so hot, you're this, you're that, you're that I think that we want that feeling in everything else we do. So I think social media is enabling that addiction of appreciation, <laughs> that addiction of you're enough, that addiction of like, mm -hmm. comment, and all this shit. And again, I think it's the most relatable topic that we can talk about mm -hmm. without really finding just a specific niche. Um, so I, I don't know, man, I think, I think, um, it's something that we all should be aware of because it's not really a habit being on social media all day. I don't, I wouldn't consider a habit more of an addiction. Exactly. And I'm gonna wrap it up with one more example that you just, yeah. <laughs> you just, you just, uh, sparked it in my mind, bro. I remember now. So one of the most recent, what I thought was going to be a habit that actually became an addiction and I'm not very proud to share it is content, right? Yeah. As a marketer, as somebody that has a podcast, we constantly have to be on top of everything that happens. We need to know what trends are coming up. We need to know what way a certain market is going to go in order to be able to uh, predict and uh, put out in advance as mm -hmm. an advertiser as well, right? Yeah. So I would put TikTok and just let it play in the background so I can hear what's going on, see if I catch certain trends, certain keywords, right? I would also... That fucking song, Renegade. 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 Renegade <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah, go ahead. I would also put YouTube on in the background to see yeah. what, what the trending videos are, and I would let them play, right? In order to build a habit of constantly taking in information in order so I can become a better marketer, right? But yeah. now I'm so addicted to it that I catch myself going to sleep at sometimes 3 in the morning playing music in the background just trying to sleep to it and guess what it's no longer a habit i uh, half of the time i'm not even paying attention to it anymore it just yeah. becomes something that 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 i'm personally enabling myself to do because i'm telling myself that it's something productive that i'm doing of a habit that i'm trying to build when in reality it has become an addiction so it's something that plagues us high performers like i mentioned before and that's the reason we're talking about it man yeah so there you guys have it um today's conversation was just short and to the point i think um what's the difference between habit and addiction i think that we can agree that uh rigo and i can agree it's a very thin line. that there's a very very thin line and really where you can differentiate that is is it something that's causing something negative mm -hmm. toward you is it affecting you in any negative way if so that's what we would call an addiction and if it's something that's possibly doing something good for you or helping you get kind of a, a leg up on something is what i would consider a habit um with that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening. 
Um, I'm going to talk to you next week. If you guys have any any suggestions on what you guys would like us to discuss on here, kind of get our opinion on things too. Let us know. Message us. DM us. Send us a fucking telegram. And you rate want. us five stars in all podcast platforms. Yeah. Give me that five stars. Yeah. All right, guys. Peace. Got millennials.